We are almost at the end of this event. I'm here, sitting here with Dan, Dan Kip, Daniel van Dornink, Dornik. Yeah. Uh, so people know you as Dan in Kip. the industry yeah, as Dan Kip. Totally. Um, I think you must be very proud of what you guys achieved this year with the VR days. Yes, I'm extremely proud. We're sitting here on the um, on the, the balcony, the balcony on the balcony on the meetup, uh, the meeting point, overlooking the um, overlooking the expo, and. Um, yeah, previously we were just talking about um, how it was, of course, five years ago. You yeah. guys were there already the yeah. first the first time in the yeah. park, in the Vondel yeah. Park. The Vondel Park. Remember? It was oh, crazy. Wow. It was sunny, though. It yeah, was yeah. great about it. It yeah. was way smaller. Yeah. But uh, that feels like an immense journey yeah. and also a journey of uh, maturing, a yeah. maturing industry and with us in a maturing event. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm proud about... about the fact that we um, we grew from that small event pop into this event, actually, yeah. almost yeah. pop-up event yeah. into this professional yeah. event that everybody likes, um, that we have an immense amount of side programming on. And uh, yeah, it's actually just professional. Yeah, it's like I... Um, I was talking to somebody else earlier today and we were, we were talking about the 360 approach that you yeah. guys have. Like it goes oh, yeah. from exhibition, from vision conference, yeah. to panels, to networking sessions, to dinner, exactly. to awards, yeah. side events, focused on students even. Oh, yeah, totally. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So my, uh, my main um, uh, responsibility but interest as well is the, the, the venture capital side. Yeah. The XR base uh, investor event. The XR base investor event. It's, it's also due to my uh, previous experience in Silicon Valley, coming back here to Europe seeing the fact that we do have an immense amount of uh, venture capital in Europe, but it's still a bit risk averse because um, we need to also educate people, yeah. also investors huh? and um, also businesses and also startups. People need to understand like how uh, to position VR and AR uh, services, tools in a way that it adds value yeah. for the traditional industries, for the other verticals, for the other um, um, of, um, industries. Yeah, yeah, so I attended. I attended the investor event, and yeah. I was um, amazed by the by the, the the amount of market traction those startups already had. Yeah, isn't it great? It's, yeah. it's actually to me, we're not only startups; we're more like scale-ups already. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's also the past five years. Looking back to now, uh, it was really uh, the first year prototyping, eh, demoing. Yeah. We didn't have an expo. It, it was more of a meetup with demos. Yeah. And here you see an expo with companies, with startups, uh, scale-ups, people actually making a living. They're creating yeah. a company. Yeah. They're, they're sustaining families yeah. now even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five years ago, remember you guys, yeah, us, yeah, yeah. all of us, we wanted to fully uh, earn a living in VR, yeah. but nobody could yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. And then seeing this incredible change into uh, it becoming an industry, um, with the ups and downs and the roller coaster moments yeah. that come with that, um, that probably most of us that have been in the industry for five years have felt, like yourself, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, right now we're sitting here with a good, happy feeling. And I think you guys must look forward to the 2020 as well, you know, yeah. what's going to happen next year. I'm really curious to see how this will further mature and what will happen next. Yeah, yeah, we're very excited about the future because you feel that's finally something is happening now in the industry. It took us a while, and like we were talking about, and I, I remember the, on Wednesday morning we, we met under, uh, at the backstage. Yeah. Before you went on stage, you gave your opening speech that we were talking about the roller coaster we, we, we both uh, yeah. experienced the past five years. And if you look back like five years ago, um, first of all, the event grew to a, a huge mature, mature state, but also mm -hmm. I was visiting the base yeah. like three weeks ago. 
uh, doing the podcast with Benjamin. Yes. Also, that is now like a viable business. I've, it's it is I, totally a viable business. Yeah. I mean, that took three years yeah. to grow. And, a lot and of we stress. started and a lot of stress. <laughs> I mean, I totally underestimated that because yeah. uh, we set up the VR days. It was an event. It's it went well. It's fun. It's once a year. I thought, hey, let's also create a space for people year round. Um, but that's also it's a lot of work. I mean, it's it's really cool work because um, at the base here on Marine Terrain in Amsterdam, there's a lot of uh, freelancers and smaller startups. There's two universities that got on board. And um, it's really the maker vibe. And people make, uh, they, they do projects together, they combine skills. So um, also at the base, you can see uh, that it went from, yeah, freelancing, small uh, demoing, early stage, prototyping, sometimes a bit struggling to earn a living into uh, people making products and um, besides only like working and also a driving business forward as we call it here at the VR days as part of our mission it's definitely VR days but also XR based about inspiration having so much fun yeah. you know this new media it's like I think uh, we me myself my co-founder Benjamin uh, our whole team for VR days the people at the base working there all the volunteers all of us share this passion yeah. and it, it, it maybe it sounds a bit corny passion and we share the passion but because it's such an emerging tech and you see so much wildly different stuff it it really is that you feel this passion and yeah. you get energy from it and the yeah. way people that how they created something if it's a filmmaker director or somebody doing an AR cloud those people made it themselves out of nothing it's new it's yeah. new technology True. And people are just happy. Uh, and I think giving uh, that community and those businesses a podium here at VR Days is also part of the mission, um, um, uniting the community in Europe. By keep doing that, it's uh, something I'm very proud of. Yeah, I can imagine. And um, I think like if you go back like four or five years ago, we were bumping into each other on every international event. Yeah. Uh, that cost... Uh, shitload of money yeah. to visit all those events but I think if you see the speakers lineup this year yes. I think that's a result of yeah. all that networking that you did and you invest yeah. in that network absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. in the end uh, um, we've been in the uh, in VR we started early and that's also uh, networking early and growing with the uh, with the emerging industry makes you make friends over those five years as well huh? personal ones but also professional friends yep. I mean you get to know each other and uh, there I go again. In the end, it's about the shared passion. Mm -hmm. And people are willing to share their knowledge about various topics, also from all over the world. So um, I'm very happy to see that we have so much international speakers, uh, panelists, but also exhibitors this year. Uh, yeah, because it's not for um, no reason that we call it VR Days Europe, you know. Yeah. It's supposed to be a European event, a European podium where we have speakers, panelists, and um, businesses from all over the world. Yeah, and I, I think, especially I see it this year, that it used to be more like a small, and still, Benjamin was talking about the VR family, and we are all like one community. Yeah. But you see, like, it's not only just like a friends, a fools and friends yes. and family community, but yeah. it's more like, okay, we are here, and we like each other, we know each other for, for over the past years. But now it's time to make some money and grow like a sustainable business out yeah, of what so we're doing. We've been talking about this at the investor event, but also this morning at a European funding session huh, where we, uh, we talked about how to find uh, public funding and private funding. And I think the general consensus this year is uh, looking at the startups and scale-ups here. That's at least uh, the conversation that we had. 
is that if you look at what's being offered, it is a hardware and software or content combination that is just good enough, finally, for bigger businesses to buy into. To give you one very short, brief example, I had um, my ex-employer ING came to the XR base Amsterdam about a year ago, and they said, we want video conferencing 3.0. They wanted to do some telepresence VR. Okay. But they also said, we just want to buy it. We don't want to invest in... So I was like, hey, yeah, we can build, we can do, we do projects, we can create it for you. Or I can find startups that are building it. And they were like, no, we just want to buy it as, as a product, you know? We have money, we have budget, but we don't want the hassle and we don't want to uh, buy a prototype or whatever. So I said, okay, just wait a little bit. And um, what you see now, for instance, there's a company from Helsinki, Meet in VR. You know, they use Oculus Quest. They have a really good yeah. video conferencing platform. Uh, they can uh, send it all over the world. It's, it's definitely, it's still not an iPhone. It's still not a new, it's not a finished product, but it's also not an early prototype anymore. Nope. Their software with Quest is good enough for a corporate to actually now start buying it and not have the feeling that they need to develop it. And that's, I think, what we're feeling here, all of us, 2019 and 2020 as well. That's the difference. Yeah. It's not the prototyping phase where people are a bit scared to use it or to buy into it. I think we're actually reaching the phase where you see uh, people start using it and it's user-friendly enough and it's good enough. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we already have finished products by far. No, 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 not at but all. But I think after these have five years, we reach a state where we can start building, really building an industry. We can start selling stuff. We can start uh, growing okay. even more. And what's next for you with, uh, with the XR base? So, what's your vision for the next five years? Yeah, well, the XR base Amsterdam, it's, it's going very well. Uh, initially, three years ago, I had the ambition to do a couple ones out of uh, Berlin, Paris, maybe London. And along the while... Uh, I changed my ambition. I think we're going to, because running physical spaces, it's a lot of fun, but it's also uh, a lot of work that takes a lot of expertise, you know, and it's a big service you provide to people running yeah. a space and running a community. It's facility management. It's, faci actually. it's also facility management, but it's also creating a community not only three days a year that we're doing right now, but creating a community on a physical space year round. Yeah. You need to have at least a couple hundred people on a physical space working together to have that vibe and to work. Mm -hmm. So that's hard. That just takes time. And um, back in 2017, end of 2017, I was setting up a venture capital fund uh, with two partners. In the end, it didn't go through for various reasons. I learned a, a whole lot about how to do that, how to regulate it. And um, right now, we're writing, we're doing a lot of industry analysis to try to determine what would be not only the right timing, but also the right um, way and what, what type of form of fund or structure do, we, do I need now to raise to help grow the ecosystem further. So I'm working very hard on it. Um, part of it is uh, having partnerships with Asia, with, uh, with China in this respect. Uh, so I'm actually um, yeah, raising some funds Okay. For a fund, and then hopefully uh, I cannot tell um, too much about it. That will be like the XR base fund then. Yes, and I don't think we're, we're going to call it uh, XR base anymore, but probably more generic name. I think um, the timing is also right to maybe use a little bit less XR, VR, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. MR, AR. I completely agree. You know why? Because it's very tech orientated, and yeah. it was useful. 
the past five years. But looking ahead um, into the future, you see different types of tech converging. You, huh? My favorite one is AI in VR, mm -hmm. virtual beings, where yeah. you can interact with an AI and see an mm. AI, talk to an AI. So, yeah, there's a couple of trends in that respect that I think, you know, guys, I think um, we're growing into a uh, tech <laughs> ecosystem where we combine a lot of yeah, yeah. pieces of the puzzle. So maybe come up with something uh, yeah, uh, more. In, in the end, VR is still like a medium. It's still like a medium. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, you were visiting China uh, a couple of weeks ago, yep. the WCVRI conference. Yes. How, oh how, my how God. How impressive. Because oh. I, I was talking to people, they said like it's like the CES for, v, for VR and 5G in China. Then. It is. It that is. That's big. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to, to CES a couple times. Well, it's not that big yet because yeah, CES in Las Vegas is ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. to be honest. Yeah. But it's it's actually uh, it has the same vibe because the moment that you um, and that you land your airplane in Nanchang, which is a tier two city yeah. in China, 20 million people or something. No, not 20 million. Okay. It's 10. Okay, it's a small. It's considered a small city. A small city. <laughs> okay. It's, How much does Belgium have? 10 million. Yes, exactly. Same as your country. Yeah. Almost same as my country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, you get into your van, you're picked up from the airport. There's a lot of volunteers that are wearing the T-shirts all over the freeway. Uh, they have signs above the freeways with the VR conference. And it really felt like, oh, whoa, this is like the VR capital of China for that event. Coming there in a Western-style hotel, um, an enormous program, actually, like we have as well. They had 10 subtracks. The opening ceremony had thousands of people. I have videos of it. My God, the size of that thing. And uh, the expo attached to it was also enormous. So that's very inspirational. Um, I took a base member there as well. We had an investor come over He said uh, to, to Amsterdam. He said, please come to China, check out what we do. And I brought a creator. And I think the creator had a good remark after seeing it all there. He said, stereotypically, the, the quality might not all be there if you look at the theme park or if you look at the b2b stuff you know maybe software uh, on the software side tracking is not all there on the hardware side the form factor might not be all there but for him he said i would actually definitely like to create something here for three to six months because this feels like an enormous toolkit like a toolbox there's screwdrivers hammers they want to help the space there's there's money you know there's resources and he said, that feels very different from Europe and also US even. Mm -hmm. It feels there's so much opportunity here in that sense that if I come here with my startup and my team and I start making use of, this, of these resources, we can actually create things very fast. And then on top of it, well, they're investing in 5G so enormously. Yeah. They were already rolling it out in Nanchang, a tier yeah. two city. Yeah. So... So it's, China is way ahead of Europe and well, it's not in terms of VR. so yes and no, huh? because it's way ahead. Yes, in size and investing, and it's of course it's public funds. It's the government mainly funding, yeah, yeah. and it's huge tech giants, the, uh, giants pushing. But are they more advanced in the storytelling? No, I don't no. think so. Are in the really creative content? Uh, maybe, huh? but not maybe that it's not as elaborate as here in Europe. It's like Eddie Lu once said in our podcast. He said like. Um, China has a market and the people are willing to consume and they're ready to consume. Yeah. But Europe and the US have the creativity. Yeah. And actually, if we would team up, we, uh, we would have like 
Yeah. yeah, and that's something I'm um, I'm trying to discover if I can set that up for 2020 as well with the XR base to see if we can do partnership with uh, with a partner I found there in Nanchang. And um, in the end, it's about meeting other people. Interesting. It's about sharing again. Uh, there I go again. This passion for this medium. Yeah. The Chinese have the same passion for this medium as us in Europe. So uh, let's not be scared for uh, a lot of people say, what about IP? What about IP stealing? What about copycats? What about all of that stuff? Of course, you have to be a rational business savvy person, but you don't have to um, in advance be scared and then just not do it. Okay. I think you need to take some risk, go scope it out, go see what's up there. And um, maybe in the end have some Chinese subsidiary and try to enter the market because the skill is there. And it also goes the same for the US, of course. Mm -hmm. There's a whole different and other type of market there as well. So we Europeans, uh, startup founders, entrepreneurs, create a good product and look across borders. Yeah. Collaborate with other European startups between European countries and after collaborate with the Chinese, Japanese, the yeah. US. That's how you grow your product. Yeah, well, a couple of weeks, actually somebody told me um, about the fact that if you're not looking to China to do business, you're actually not complete as an entrepreneur. And you're, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Before we wrap this all up here and gonna have a, a beer to close the conference, yep. um, you already have your ambition with the XR base for next year. What's yep. the ambition for the next five years for uh, the VR days? Can we stay here? We're looking at the beautiful view I don't think, over the Chrome Hotel. I, I think you can, you can safely see that, you, that we cannot stay here yeah. for another five years, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, everything that I do, everything that Benjamin De Witt does, my co-founder for the event here, uh, everything that all the, the people in the booths do here, it's set to grow this medium and to grow the yeah. ecosystem and to grow the industry, grow, grow, grow. <laughs> well, I mean, we're limited here, I think, in growth, almost. I see maybe that's a couple of, uh, couple of booths that we can, <laughs> only a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, for sure, yeah, no. It's we're a great growing. venue, but... It's, a, it's yeah. so pretty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so pretty. But yeah, I mean, we're reaching capacity. Maybe next year we can still do it here. You see there's a couple of spaces left, but we'll see. I mean, uh, like I said before, there's some um, other types of tech that are have 5Gs is getting important. Can you imagine what the impact of that will be yeah. uh, rendering in the cloud? And also the haptics and also the motion tracking, also the uh, talking, also the AI, yeah, yeah. all those elements, uh, I think, uh, and not only that's from the tech perspective, but then from the business perspective, eh, we have architects walking around here, universities. We had uh, a whole, organ a whole a network of organizations of police, army, uh, firemen, simulation types of people. You, and all these traditional industries, they are all uh, experimenting with the media and using it more and more. So I think after five years, we will become VR, one of the biggest events in Europe, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and not just tech-driven VR only anymore, but I think we will try to grow it where VR is going, growing with the market, yeah. and try to embody and try to like give all those other um, 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 types of um, um, developments. Let's say it, there's a lot of development in our space. Try to be open to that and give it a give it a place here in Amsterdam. Great perspective. So thank you, Dan, very much. Let's uh, have a beer and cheers to the VR. Let's days. do it. Cheers. <laughs> thank you.